Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Really good to be with you. And we ask you, you know, to help us. Let's go beyond that one enslaved mind to one million. Please share far and wide. We have a short amount of time to bring enough bodies into the fray where we're saying we're not going to comply. And there's so many of us, it paralyzes the global dictatorship, which really has taken over this country. So please do that. Hey, we are brought to you by a tremendous product here. Um, and... Let me just show you here. I'm going to go to it. We're, we're really glad to bring you this because people think that they can survive for a long time out in the wild, and they can't. The average person believes they can survive up to about two years. Let me show you what we're talking about here. Let's scroll down here. This is the fire mini pit. And if you look at this right here, okay, it's outdoor. It's rugged material, stainless steel, can absorb high temperatures. Uh, the Fuel fire is logs, leaves, branches. You're going to be kidding. No, you don't need any fuel to run this. Just natural elements. And you can, this heats itself up. It's absolutely incredible. It has heat resilient design. I uh, absolutely love this. And you can see here what the model looks like here. There are your prices, but we have discounts. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. And then this folds up. So it's very convenient. If you ever think that we could have a grid down, if you ever believe that you may have to bug out someday, maybe these 80,000 terrorists in the Chinese military that has been documented coming into our country, admitted to now by Senator Dick Durbin, saying, oh, we're going to put them in the military and they'll get to be citizens. Yeah, that makes me feel real comfortable. But if you ever think you're going to have to bug out for reasons like that, this is something that is invaluable. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, rice, easy to che- uh, it's cheap, it's easy to collect. You can heat it up here. You can make soup. You could all kinds of really cool stuff. I absolutely love this product. And the nice thing is, is it's affordable. 25% discount with the coupon code HOLIDAY. The link is in the description box as well as other details about this product. Uh, this is revolutionary. This is good science. Look into it, and I think you'll say, yeah, honey, for as cheap as this is, we need to have this in case all hell falls apart. Our topic, kind of related to this in one way, our topic is replacement theory is not a conspiracy theory. It's a mathematical reality. And my goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get into some numbers here with you. Okay, so let me get my handy-dandy pad here, and I'll bring this out. The Biden administration admits to 8 to 9 million people being allowed to come into our country, of which Christopher Wray, the FBI director, told Congress, "Eh, many of 80,000 could be terrorists, and we put these cities on a watch list. Thanks, government. Way to keep those borders open. But eight to nine million, okay? Now, (laughs) this is the BS of it all. In the Trump administration, the standard figure for DHS and also the Border Patrol was for everyone you caught, there were six getaways. So let's say there were nine million, okay? 
and that's in less than three years. That means if you're using the Trump numbers, you got $54 million. That also means that um, you'll have over $70 million in the course of the Biden term. $70 million. Now, we say we have $340 million, and now we're admitting to $30 million illegals. So that's $100 million illegals. Okay? That means that almost a third of our population on these numbers that are fairly well accepted, a third of our population, roughly about 29-30%, are illegal aliens living off of you and me. And we wonder why by the end of the year we'll have a $34 trillion deficit. Now, if you went with the short end number, the Biden administration says, ah, no, no, that Trump guy, he's wrong. There's only three getaways. Then you're down to about 60 million, roughly about 20% of the American population are illegal aliens. People are not having babies. And I'm, listen, I'm going to give you some facts and I'm not going to moralize. You listen, one of the smartest things I did, my dad thought I was a dumbass, but I knew I was going to grad school. Why do you want to major in sociology and history? Well, dad, I could teach him, which I did. Um, sociology educated me so well. I took a class as an undergrad in my junior year called population demographics. And I really learned the population models. And I read uh, the book by Paul Ehrlichman um, from Stanford called The Population Bomb, saying, oh, we're going to run out of resources. Society is going to fall apart by the year 2000. <clears throat> he got the idea right that society would start falling apart. MIT's come by and say, by 2040, everything is going to be in total chaos. That's the MIT model. But what they didn't factor in, well, they factored in the wrong reasons. Oh, we won't have enough food. That's bullshit. Excuse my French. But we can support from uh, 12 billion to about 14 billion people with existing food supplies. We don't have a resource problem with food and water. We have a hoarding problem. Too few people controlling too many of the resources. But this problem with the population has been known. But this problem is not the population bomb I'm going to refer to this as the depopulation bomb. We have a real problem. We have a real problem. And I'm going to get into numbers that shrink, and in the next video I'm going to get into how it's going to affect you. Okay, I I hate to sound like I'm moralizing. I really do, but let's get into the matter at hand here. YouTube... And other social media, they're filled with videos with women in their late 30s, early 40s that are saying, I can't find a man. I want a man. I want to have a child. I want a man. Oh, woe is me. Okay. Well, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's not the case. With the advent of the sexual revolution of the 70s and women's liberation, Women were put on equal status with men. I don't have a problem with that. That's fair under the law. Should be that way under the law. But did women take it to an extreme where they forsake motherhood and missed out on their primary childbearing years? The answer is yes. And like I said, I'm not moralizing. I'm just saying this is a fact. And now we have women who are 40 who are regretting what they did to accomplish what they've accomplished. And then you've got men that said, I'm not putting up with this. There's two sides to this coin. And men are saying, well, you know, I'm going to get married to a woman who's not really that committed to me or to having a family. And the laws are such that if I bring more into the marriage than her, it's community property. She gets half. I've seen too many of my friends get ripped off in divorce proceedings. Women are more likely today to have affairs than they were 50 years ago. On and on and on and on it goes. So, these factors combine today to where people are not dating. You notice the young people don't even date. 
They go out in large groups. They sit around uh, tables and restaurants, and they hardly even talk to each other. They're on their phones. And there's not the social interaction. There's not the dating. There's not the, am I going to get lucky tonight attitude as much. Although single men today say, hey, one night stands, piece of cake, don't want a long-term relationship. This is a prominent theme today. And it's kind of shocking to me because I didn't grow up in that mentality. So I'm looking at this thing, things are different. But I look at the young people in my family, and a lot of them conform right into this model and mentality. And uh, they here's here's what we're looking at now. We went from a nation that had live births of about 2.6 per family. You need 2.1 to maintain. Now, that's an average. No one has a 0.1 kid. Well, I think some people did, and they serve in Congress, but that's another matter. So 2.1 is the average number a population needs to maintain itself. We were at 2.6 about 25, 30 years ago. And then as the full force of the women's liberation movement started, fewer women having kids, women delaying having kids later, and female fecundity, which means the potential amount of kids a woman will have in the course of her childbearing years before menopause, started to decrease dramatically. And there's a real dramatic stat out there, and I think girls need to hear this, and they have a right to make the choices, but I think they need to know this. The the data in America now shows if a young lady gets to 30 and she's not married and doesn't have a kid, her chances of bearing a child are less than 50% now. I was stunned by this when I did the recent demographic research on this. It's absolutely incredible. Now you're saying, okay, so Dave, I understand 2.1 will maintain the population. Let me give you the worst case scenario in the industrialized modern first world countries. Italy, 1.2. In the next video, I'll get into the catastrophes that Italy has experienced that we're about ready to. Now remember, I said we were 2.6. Were. That's the operative term. We are now 1.6. Patrick Wood, you know, of the Technocracy News, Patrick Wood and I had this discussion several months ago. This is is what he had found in his research. No nation has ever come back from less than 1.8. The nation falls apart in various ways, infrastructure, uh, young people supporting old people. It falls apart. We're going to get into some of those dynamics, like I said, in the later video. But what I'm doing is I'm creating the notion here that we have the 1.6. You go, but America's growing, Dave. Oh, oh, yes, it is. You're wrong. Your figures are wrong. No, these are census figures. They're not wrong. The problem is being masked by immigrants. Take the Christopher Ray, FBI director's estimate of 80,000 terrorists out of the equation. Take MS-13 and the cartel and the Chinese soldiers crossing the border. Take that out of the equation. What are you bringing into the country? Let me contrast it by saying, in 1975, with the fall of South Vietnam, you know who we evacuated to America? Um upper-level society, politicians, professors, scientists, mathematicians. These people were brilliant. They came here. They had their enclaves. They intermarried inside their own enclave to a large degree for about a generation, and they produced the smartest group of Americans ever in American history. See, it's racist for people to deny this because that's the fact. And why do you think the anti-Asian situation came into like harvard i mean the ivy league is totally racist oh if you put down your uh your uh asian you have less chance to get into an ivy league school and we've talked about when i was over on youtube i talked about that quite a bit and i gave the data for that and that's true now that immigration to america was beneficial was very beneficial We increased our brain power. 
Do you know the average IQ in America in the last 10 years has gone down two points? They go, that's not much. Well, it went from 100, which is standard, 50% above, 50% below. It's the mean, the median, the mode. The most occurring, occurring score is 100 with the max is 200. No one has a zero IQ. Well, I'll make another snide comment here, but you get the idea. The range is zero to 200. <laughs> this is so IQs went up in the 70s and 80s. Back when my niece graduated from high school, she was one of two students who never had a B. The other student was the son of a Vietnam Vietnamese refugee. We had a big party afterwards, and their family was there. It was fascinating to talk to the family, the older family members, about their experiences. Fascinating. Uh, brilliant people are brilliant people in any society. And that was beneficial. Who are we bringing in? We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And now, who are we bringing in now? I'll get to the replacement theory part in just a minute. I just want you to know what's coming in. I'm not talking about the value of them as a human being. They're all children of God, worthy of our love and respect, worthy of our help. Although we can't take on this money without destroying our country, and it's just sheer numbers crushing the problem, not the quality of the individual. And see, the left will always hide by, oh, you're racist, that's why you don't want the people here. Oh, I don't mind the people coming here. But could we spread it out a little bit so we could handle the influx? Oh, that's racist. Everything's racist. Anyway, the average education level of the people coming in is between third and sixth grade. 
Does that sound like they're going to make the same contribution that Vietnamese refugees did in the 70s? I don't think so. Who's going to be supporting these people when they don't speak the language, don't know the culture, don't know how the laws work, don't know how the system works? Well, you know the answer to that question. We are. We're already giving them cell phones. There's some people out there that think the cell phones are going to be what uh, initiates the uh, 80,000 terrorists to go on a wild rampage at the same time. Uh, That's another discussion for another time. But what we are looking at here are people that for 20 years will be a burden to this society and continue to lower the IQ. I'm not talking quality individual. I'm talking about what they bring to the table to contribute to a society. And they do not bring the skills requisite to successfully add to our society in terms of meaningful accomplishments, inventions, and so forth. They will be a drain on the society the same way that people who are just like them with their characteristics in in American-born populations are a drain on the society because of that. Our prison population is going to grow because crime is often the result of what? Lack of economics. America is going to become an extremely violent nation. We're already seeing big signs of it, even though the FBI lies about the figures. Now, let's get to the replacement part of it. Let's take Trump's numbers, and I think they're the most accurate. Is immigration increasing or decreasing? The line goes like this. I just answered your question. So let's take the 100 million figure, and let's assume a linear increase. It doesn't go up or down in terms of the rate of increase. It's going up, people, so I'm being conservative. If you have 100 million come in, counting the getaways, the estimated getaways, in four years, in eight years, what do you have? 200 million. But not really. Because the birth rate for these people is 5.6 compared to 1.6 of indigenous Americans of all races. They're going to reproduce four times faster. Actually, about 3.8 times faster. So when you project this out over 20 years, you have more people than the people that were here. And now you have the death curve for an aging population of the baby boomers, of which now there's 69 million, but in 10 years it could be 40 million. And we're looking at this, and you know what we're finding? We're being replaced. Immigrants, by far and away, in 8 to 12 years, will far outstrip the native population. And if you add to, okay, I'll just use this as one metric. Michael Yan, and also I have a source uh, on the ground. I'm not going to mention her name because I don't know if she'd get in trouble. But she's in Panama, and actually we used to be affiliated with the same group, the Arizona Breakfast Club. Um. She and her husband live there now, and they count buses. I'll give you Michael Yan's figures. The buses coming out of the Darien Gap per day were once 60 a day. White, unmarked buses, often loaded with military-aged men, and they're coming north. It's increased to 200. That's a a three-and-a-half times increase. So this 100 million figure is a gross underestimate given the exponential rise in the sheer numbers coming into America. Replacement theory. We'll get you banned from YouTube if you talk about it. I'm just saying it's a matter of numbers. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's the numbers. And I go to, what's your educational level? Now, back in the Industrial Revolution, I want to make this by contrast. We had 13 million people come in through Ellis Island. Most of them weren't well-educated. But the laws favored the perpetuation of America through assimilation and naturalization policies that encouraged people to become Americans. Oh, it's racist to expect that now. You want them to abandon their culture, don't you, Dave? No, my 
German ancestors on my dad's side fit this profile. And they had to go through certain things to become citizens. This was really it's so telling. They rejected criminals. They rejected the sick. We're not doing that. People walk through. They could have Ebola, for all we know. But what they did was they set up the public education system in about 1880 to 1890, Carnegie and the other industrialists, and they didn't want to make geniuses out of these people, but they realized they had to have somewhat of a working population to man the factories, which is why the industrialists were using their power in government to make sure that they had X amount of immigrants coming in to fill the factory jobs. Okay? Simple economics. They educated these people to the level of about a 6th to 8th grade education. They wanted them to be smart enough to do their job, but not so smart that they could ever challenge authority. So they didn't study people like Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, I think it's safe to say. They didn't look at Plato. (laughs) They didn't look at logic and philosophy and the emerging science and psychology. They didn't look at any of that. Math, a little basic science, how to speak the language, how to write the language, so you can communicate effectively at work. And that was the sole purpose. What are we getting today? Is there any assimilation? The answer is no and hell no. Is there any naturalization? Do they have to pass, like my ancestors did, a test on American history and American government and show some level of English proficiency before they can become a citizen after a seven-year naturalization period. In other words, we got to get you used to being here. We'll give you certain rights. We'll give you a green card to get a job. But you got limitations. And, no, you can't vote. No, you might taint our elections. <laughs> is your mind racing right now in what I'm telling you? There is no attempt to assimilate these people. There is no attempt to indoctrinate them with regard to the Constitution, our history, the Declaration of Independence. There's nothing. Speak your language. We don't care. We'll put everything in dominant language is Spanish. Soon it'll be Chinese. We'll have to have Chinese as a third language. Press 1 for Spanish. Press 2 for Chinese. And if you have the time, press 3 for English. And this is where we're headed. Uneducated, unassimilated, People that don't know their rights, and you know why? They don't have to know their rights. They don't have to be educated because AI is going to keep them, many of them from having jobs. Their purpose is to be here to shift politics in an election, to create mayhem, to further add to the destruction of this country, bankrupt the hospitals with the free medical they get that you and I don't get. Isn't that interesting? We support this country, and yet we pay an arm and a leg to get medical care, and they walk in and get emergency room care for the flu. And no, I don't think we should allow them to die and deny them all care. But we are insane the way we're going about this. And it's deliberate, it's intentional, and the minions that run our country are controlled by globalists that need to bring America down so they can create a world government. You can't have America being strong and powerful, free and independent, because they won't accept a global dictatorship with smart cities, 15-minute cities, CBDC. See, these people that are coming in won't even have the slightest idea what you're talking about. Probably about 10 to 15% of Americans understand what I just said. We're being phased out. Now, is it white people? Yes and no. There is a definite anti-white racist prejudice coming out of our government now. Would you not agree? And it's perpetuated by the mainstream media. And if you look in the sitcoms, white people are basically shown to be morally degenerate. Um, country's morally degenerate. Um uneducated, stupid, bumbling fools who are self-absorbed and just kind of drift through life until they die. That's, I don't watch TV anymore, but I mean, that's the gist of what I get. And occasionally I'll watch a show to see if that's still there. The American man's a total wimp. He's been wimpified. And even the way we play football, 
Do you think this is an accident? When I played football, and I'm with a position I played on defense, and I wasn't that big, but I loved to hit people, and I understood leverage. And if it, and I played strong safety, and if a tight end crossed my face, I'd deliver what my coach used to call a slobber knocker. <laughs> I'd blindside that guy so hard today, you get thrown out of the game. You're targeting. That was standard football at that time. If you went over the middle, and I was a receiver until our quarterback got hurt, but if you go over the middle and catch a pass, you could expect to get the hell knocked out of you. And you had to protect yourself. And oftentimes, if you had to stretch out, you were going to the ground as fast as you could because you knew the hit was coming. And it would be a bad hit, and you're fully exposed because you're stretched. That was football. Today, you can't even touch the quarterback. I saw a guy the other day in an NFL game. The quarterback was sliding, and you can't touch him when he goes into a slide. This guy was coming to hit the quarterback, couldn't pull up in time, so he jumped over him and nicked him with a knee. Nicked him, barely touched him. 15-yard personal foul. Pussifying football. Total sissification of our society. Used to be when you played basketball, you used to be able to hand-check people. Okay, get real physical. Today, can't do it. Used to be in the NBA, you'd have a, a, a couple fights in the NBA every week. Today, if you get into a fight or you punch somebody, you have to go through three weeks of counseling and lose tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars off your salary. And I'm not advocating for fighting in basketball, but what I'm saying is it used to be able to throw it, guys. Guy hits a home run on you. The next batter, we're moving him off the plate so he can't do it. So we're coming in high and tight at his head. And he better get the hell out of the way, and he probably knows it's coming. Today, you're out of here. And what I'm saying to you is we have sissified men. Now, replacement theory. Is it designed to replace whites? Yes and no. Whites, you're terrible. You're racist. CRT. Oh, you're the problem. You, you, if you're white, you're a colonizer. If you're, I've never colonized anything in my life. I pay rent. How can I be a colonizer? You're a colonizer. Okay. And you're a racist and you're the reason society screwed up. And whatever money you make, you should have to pay reparations. That's the rhetoric that's directed towards white people. Now I said yes and no to the answer to that question. Uh, replacement theory. Um, excuse me. If you're a native born American, I don't care if you're native American, if you're African American, if you're Hispanic, if you're Asian American, doesn't matter. If you're American at all, you're targeted to lose control of this country. And you've met your replacements. The numbers don't lie, people. And when you look at the surrounding media rhetoric and the propaganda BS that we have to endure every day, I'm so sick. I can't watch the news because it all ends up back. White boy, you are a racist. <laughs> you know, I hate to say this. My best friend, okay, you know, those stupid stories. But of my four closest friends, two of them ain't white. And I'll just leave it at that. Two of them are not white. And I'm not unique. I'm not unique. We like people that we like. And most of us don't have time to be racist. But all these things are coming into play to have the replacements come in and take over. Now, what will the globalists do with them? Well, first of all, we're depopulating like crazy. I'll cover that in the next video. We are depopulating this planet like nuts. And you're going, no, Dave, we're going up to 8 million. We reached 8 million. We're going to go to 9.6 million. Don't you read? Wait until I give you the numbers. Wait until I give you the numbers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call a managed society. Your decline is being managed. Your economy is being systematically destroyed. What's the one thing that destroys an economy faster than anything else? When the government prints and spends more money than it has. We're going crazy with this. And it's intentional. 
Now, your politicians, they're fine with it. They're making money. Insider trading. This is how you get them on your side. Campaign donations. It turns into yacht vacations. We've been totally betrayed. Totally betrayed. And this is why I like to toss the mall movement. We know what we get with the Democrats. You get Bolshevik communism. You get Rashid Tlaib, who hates America. You get people like LeBron James, who won't even stand for the the national anthem, total disrespecting of our country, the country that made him a billionaire. He totally disrespects. I've had enough. And I hope that you do some research on this and stay tuned for two more presentations I'm going to make on population changes and how it's going to dramatically change your life. And this is really bad. And there's something in there for everybody. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what race you are. If you're native-born American, you are an endangered species. And the American people fit the definition of an endangered species now. I'll get into that as well, too. Thank you for joining us. God bless all of you. Check us out at thecommonsenshow.tv for the best in investigative reporting. Uh, where we break down the new issues of the day with in-depth documentaries with experts and help you form a path to help you get through this. The TV getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we're going to ask you to help us increase our reach, spread this far and wide. We need to wake people up. Well, we're going to continue with our series on the depopulation bomb. We're going to focus on one narrow topic here. Support for the elderly. Support for the indigent. And we're going to explain why all that is an immediate peril. Within eight years, this could all be over. This is this has got the potential to be really ugly. And I'm just going to give you the sheer numbers, people. I'm not going to draw unfounded conclusions like our government does with certain topics. I'm going to give you what the data says and let you interpret it. We're brought to you by a tremendous product here. If you ever have to bug out, you have a grid down scenario, you got a problem here. I'm going to show you a solution in part to eating. Okay, look at this. The Fire Pit Mini. And I'll show you the pictures in a minute. Great construction, rust resilient, high temperature tolerance, versatile fuel source. And this is the thing that got my attention. You don't need any kind of fuel. Branches, leaves, pine cones, and wood and such things, that'll do the job. It can be folded up. It's portable. It can be moved. Absolutely incredible here. And this is what it looks like right here. Okay. And I think you can see outdoor use. If you're just a camper. This is great, but if you ever had to bug out for all the nefarious conditions that we're potentially facing, this would be your ticket. You take a bunch of rice or soup with you, heat it up, you've got it, it's good to go, you can make coffee, you could do all kinds of things with it. It's absolutely incredible. And this is stainless steel, it folds up, and so it's very, very convenient. Notice here they're saying 20% off, Uh uh-uh, it's 25% off. With the coupon code HOLIDAY. Check it out. The link is in the description box. In America, you get to be 62 and you can early retire. You can get to be 65, fully retire, 66 and a half in some cases, depending on your circumstances. But... Around the world, people are living longer, not in America. I'll get to that in a a later presentation. But around the world, the lifespan has increased three years in the last 10. Here, it's done the inverse. In the last four years, the lifespan has decreased three years. We'll get into that and the significance of that later. But there are calls for changes in our retirement system, and they're necessary. Oops, I said I wouldn't make a conclusion, but I'll give you the data. You tell me if it's necessary. You got 69 million people that are 
of baby boom, Gen Z, Gen X, the millennials, okay? They each are around 69 million each. It takes six people to push through a couple into retirement. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, so forth. Takes six to push through, three to one ratio. But we're not having kids. Our birth rate, as we talked about in the last presentation, has gone from 2.6 to 1.6. Immigration is masking it. I've often wondered, too, if that's not a deception in one part, a design deception, so we don't see what's really happening. And these people aren't going to make money on the legal to push you through if you get to retirement age. You have a contract with the government. Now, unfortunately... This contract is for a Ponzi scheme. And all Ponzi schemes eventually roll up because you run out of people. And that's what's happening with retirement. I'm going to take a dark jump here to something that I said at the Reawaken American Tour. And I know it made some people uncomfortable, not in the audience. I said, I believe smart cities are designed to depopulate the elderly. Now, why would I make such an outrageous claim? It's very simple. There are no provisions for them. If you and I open an office building, we got to have the handicap wraps, the toilets, the bathrooms, all the accommodations that we need to be ADA compliant. There's no such thing in smart cities. Well, what are you worried about? You can walk everywhere in 15 minutes, get everything you need. Yeah, What if you're 85 and on a walker? Hmm? See, we're not considering these things, are we? This is insane what's happening. Insane. We are constructing the idea for smart cities. We've had over 90 C40 cities sign up for them, and they have no provisions for the elderly. This goes under Fabian Socialism. And I believe we're being ruled by largely Fabian socialists, particularly the global level. If you don't put more into society than you take out, and this is one of the five pillars of sociology, but if you don't put more in than you take out, you should be done away with. And I mean that literally. Now, you're saying, I'm taking a jump. Maybe I am. But you tell me why smart cities aren't accounting for the elderly and the handicapped. And if they are, go find it and show me. Show me a comprehensive plan like we have in place with our federal government. The answer is, there is none. There is none. Zero. Nada. Prove me wrong. Why would you depopulate the elderly? Think what we're going to see in the interim. Increased retirement. They did that in France, and they burned down Paris. They went from, what, 62 to 64 for retirement. And they burned down the city. Massive riots. Hundreds of thousands of people. It's crazy what's going on. And this is beginning to happen around the world. Norway's one, Denmark's another. They're raising retirement ages, but you're only putting off the inevitable. The birth rate of the world is going to hit 1.2. In the third world right now, it's about three. The whole world, it's about 2.3, but the rate is declining. China, in this century, will lose 800 million people in population. They won't have the workers, because they don't do immigration, they have a closed society. Gee, are they calling them races? Anyway. 800 million, they'll have empty factories, they won't be able to fill the jobs. Chinese economy is already in big trouble, and this is one of the reasons why. You're saying, Dave, we have some jobs available in America. Same thing. Lesser problem. India, as of last April, passed China as the most populous nation. We are in huge trouble. Elderly people are an endangered species. They fit the definition. 
If you have fewer births, project this out over a generation, now two generations, who's going to pay for them? You can't afford to. Well, we're going to keep raising the retirement age. Are they supposed to work post-death? I read a projection said, to meet the changes in this century with population demographics, people have to live to be 117 to benefit from 20 years of, yeah, you get the idea. This is an unsustainable problem. AI is coming in. Where are people going to work? Oh, don't worry. They'll have universal basic income. Okay, knowing how selfish the globalists are, wealth redistribution increases. The rich getting richer. The middle class is almost non-existent. It's shrinking. The average salary in America is 58000 It takes 114000 to buy a home. Need I say more? And so when you look at these divergent trends, there's a big problem, isn't there? Do you think that these globalists are going to pay UBI forever? Yeah, we're going to pay you. Have a kid. Sure, you can only have one, but you can have a kid. We'll support them, too. How long do you think that will go on? Will they pay UBI just to keep the masses from revolting? And as the population begins to shrink, then they can just take it away. And they can decide how many people will live. These people are into eugenics. These people are into population control. And we are looking at the depopulation bomb. We're looking at the elimination of Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security within eight years. That's one. Two, if they do manage to get us into stack-and-pack cities... And I I should do a video on that. I did one over on YouTube, and things have changed a little bit. Note to self, do a video on this. But if this happens, you got to do away with the old people. Why do you think euthanasia is sweeping Canada and making its way into Michigan, Washington State, and Oregon? Why do you think that's true? And what are they euthanizing people for? Depression, autism, PTSD. What? It costs money to treat that. I know a veteran sitting up right now, watching this at 2 a.m., can't sleep. That's PTSD. PTSD, yeah, that's right. PTSD. You may have fought bravely for what your country told you to do, and at the end of the day, they're going to crap on you. We're in a lot of trouble, people, with where this is going. And I'm only scratching the surface. If you're a native-born American, you fit the definition of an endangered species. 1.6 birth rate. What do we say in the animal kingdom when their birth rate begins to slip below sustainability? They're endangered. We have to protect them. Don't hold your breath. There ain't no protection coming. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Really good to be with you. Always appreciate your help uh, in spreading the word. We want to go from one enslaved mind at a time to how about one million. Get the sound of marching feet so we can stop the opposition with indifference civil disobedience in a very passive manner, nonviolent. But no, we're not moving to your smart cities. We're not eating your bugs. And we'll travel when we damn well feel like it. Help me with this, please. We are brought to you by Fire Mini Pit. Actually, it's called Fire Pit Mini. I actually love this product. Let me show you a comparison here and why you need this. Uh, in case we face a bug out situation, grid down. Okay. So what makes this the smart choice? Now, you know, Biden's going after gas stoves, but I thought we'd do a comparison here between the two. Okay. Portable and lightweight. Natural materials if, for fuel. <laughs> I couldn't believe this. Wood, branches, leaves. This requires direct gas connection, which is also dangerous and volatile. Perfect for outdoor cooking, primarily used for indoor use. Uses natural resources for fuel, uses non-renewable fossil fuels. 
This is fantastic. It folds up. Uh, you take it with you right here. They give you the parts. This folds up. It is so cool. And this is the uh, device in action. Absolutely fantastic. 25% off. Coupon code is HOLIDAY while supplies last. Boy, that really fits the theme of what we're going to talk about here, too. But go to the link, hit the description box for Fire Pit Mini or fitmini.com, and you're going to see, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. And they got some videos and stuff you can watch, and you'll see when you're done. Grid down, bug out scenario. This is irreplaceable. You absolutely need to have this. Okay, we've been doing a series on what I call the depopulation bomb, where in the course of this century, we're going to go down significantly in population without nuclear war, a major plague, a major famine. Uh, we're going to go down to below 6 billion people. China's going to lose 800 million. Uh-oh, that's not good. They can't fill their jobs. We won't be able to fill our jobs because baby boomers die off. There's low birth rate, but yet the numbers ahead of the baby boomers, oh, you need three times, you need three to one ratio to maintain your social services. We talked about there, Medicare, Medicaid. So, okay, you get the idea. Three times, and we're not going to have to actually be about one third. So it'll be 900% under what we actually will need to sustain these programs. Um, we can't fill jobs because we won't have the labor market. There won't be the bodies. Now, this is particularly acute in China. They're going to lose tremendous amount of their population, as much as over half. Now, here's the problem. You and me, we get our medicine from where? From China. Where do you get your insulin? China. Where do you get your cancer? China. Oh, my gosh, this is unbelievable and china's not going to be able to feed itself so you want to talk about world stability what are they going to do they're going to look to their neighbors to the east and it'll look like japan pre-world war ii invading mongolia then other uh areas to where there were natural resources they needed china's going to be looking for food and china's imperial conquest will be localized and they'll be looking for food to feed their population. Now, we know that China is motivated to take over the United States. The Weifang Memorandum to the CCP Central Planning Committee that was leaked, 2017, John Moore, myself, people like us, we put this out. And in it, Weifang said, well, oh, he was the defense minister at the time. He said, you know, it's really interesting because we do owe the United States a debt of gratitude. They saved us from Japan. They helped us industrialize. They've been a true friend to China. But, by the way, this is how you treat your friends who needs enemies, right? But anyway, what they said was, no, we can't go with that philosophy any longer. We need the North American continent for its resources. We plan to put 300 million people there. This is what this memorandum said. And we're not planning to cohabitate. They're talking genocide against the American population. Now, Here's what he went on to say, and I can't say this is how it'll go, but this is what Wee Fang said. He said, we will take over North America without firing a shot. We'll use race-based specific bioweapons. By the way, they exist. They've been around for a while. We've talked about them on our channel many times. And he said, we'll wipe them out. And, and they're undecided what to do with the 14 million Chinese that live here in America. Are they going to wipe them out too? Don't know. By the way, they said they got the weapons from Israel. They said they developed them. Why the hell is Israel, if this is a true statement, why is Israel giving up biological race-specific weapons to China, our enemy? So anyway, the idea is to wipe out North America, bring in the Chinese, and now they'll have all the resources they need. We're going to have real issues with trade worldwide. I honed in on China. But I expect the Baltic Dry Index, which is the measure of the between goods and services among countries, I think it's going to go to close to zero. 
And there's an old saying that we really need to be concerned about. When goods don't cross borders, armies do. I think that's something to really, really consider. Now, what will be some of the um, mid to long-term effects for America? Well, (laughs) let's just look at the local economy. Are you going to be able to fill your factory jobs? No. Are you going to be able to fill your trucking jobs? No. And that's assuming you can still get diesel fuel at a decent price, because we told you, when diesel hits $7 a gallon, game over, the truckers stop because they can't make money. This will pose a problem of getting product to market. Our grocery stores will be severely depleted. This is why we tell you every day in some form, we say you need to have food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Now look at the natural medicine. China won't be shipping medicines in the volume they were, if at all. Food and water, self-explanatory, may not be reaching you. Will we have the resources to maintain sanitation plants? There's even questions whether or not in this declining population, depopulation bomb, whether you can maintain a police and a fire department. I mean, we're talking about the total breakdown of society as we know it. And this is what happened when we let Henry Kissinger begin the process of putting massive amounts of manufacturing into China and allowed them to tip the balance of power, because now it's going to come back to bite us in the you-know-where. And I think this is the design. Bring America down. Now, where will they go with this? You know, People say to me, well, Dave, I've heard you talk about CBDCs, and you got to congregate people together to really make it work. They're not getting me in a smart city. Do you begin to see how this could happen? No food, no medicine. Don't have the infrastructure necessary to maintain normal society. But come here, we've constructed a smart city for you. The food is free. We'll give you universal basic income. What were you making on the outside? Hey, no problem. We'll just print the money. No problem. Come to our community. And then you find out when you're there. Well, there do... As everything else, there's some strings attached. Strings attached. Yes, strings attached. You can't criticize the government. You have to do exactly what we say. We say jump, you say how high. Otherwise, we cut you off. We take your resources. Remember, it's all digitized. We control it in the bank. Shut the hell up and do what you're told. This is how they're going to get you in the stack and pack cities, among other things. Commercial, residential, real estate collapse, and I've been through all that before. But this is going to be a primary way that they get us into the stack and pack cities and bend us to their will. And I do believe they're depopulation centers, too, literally. Extermination camps. Let me just leave you with this question. What does history show when you congregate people together? in large numbers, in a confined area, and it's forced. It's called genocide. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's called a lesson from history. Well, that's it for the Common Sense Show. We appreciate you joining us in this series, this three-part series. I hope you enjoyed it, and we shall see you back here again next time. God bless everybody. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, 
hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container, you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50 year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.